If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Where the hell has Switchcraft been? That's a very valid question. Yeah, I got a few episodes in and then I stopped. And I don't have a good excuse other than the Switch came out and I got very busy doing uh, my Twitch stream where I was playing Breath of the Wild on uh, Twitch. By the way, if you're interested, you can find it at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Anyway, I have my other podcast where I actually have a co-host. That kind of keeps me honest. And then I had Switchcraft, and I kept telling myself, I really need to record something. Is this story big enough for me to make an episode out of? Is this story small enough that I can get it done in one episode? And do I really have an opinion about this? Those are questions that I kept asking myself. And while I had an opinion, I often didn't feel like I could write a good script for it. So I would put it to the side. And then one week became two, and two weeks became three. And next thing you know, it's been way too long since an episode of Switchcraft went out. And for that, I apologize. So what I'm going to try to do, and I emphasize the word try, uh, but, you know, full full disclosure here, I really am going to try, is I want to try and get three episodes a week for Switchcraft. Now, it won't be the episodes that we had before, where I go on for 40 minutes talking about stuff. These are going to be small, bite-sized episodes. I'll put those out. I'm going to try and get them out on um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I can't promise that I will, because already with my full-time job, uh, my Twitch stream, and recording the podcast Run, Jump, Stomp, which is about general gaming, that takes up a whole lot of my time. Uh, I also have a wife and two kids. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to complain here. But here's the thing. From here on out, when I do this, there will be absolutely 100% zero script. It's just going to be off the cuff. And so I'm probably going to fumble over my words uh, but I think that that's the thing that was holding me back. So now that I've used up two minutes and 19 seconds of your time, let's actually take a look at the news for today. Well, since the Switch came out, today wouldn't really be an accurate term, more like the month since the Switch came out, Nintendo has run into some problems. Uh, number one, the left Joy-Con not working as intended. Uh, multiple people have reported this as happening. I personally have not had had this happen to me. However, my like one of my best friends, he has a Nintendo Switch as well, and his left Joy-Con is being sent in today. I loaned him my Pro Controller for the week that he won't have his Joy-Con. Uh, hopefully, if you are experiencing this issue, you have access to some other way to play your system because... Good God, we do not want to be without Zelda for a whole week. Um, Nintendo apparently has recognized that this is an issue. They said it's been fixed at the manufacturing level, or at the factory level, and that moving forward, 
the issue should go away. So I guess that the people who bought the first ones were beta testers, and if you waited and held off, then lucky you, you won't have to worry about this issue. Um, I have two switches. Neither one has been running into that issue at all, so I feel pretty confident that, that mine are okay and that it's a it, and that Nintendo is correct in saying that it was a small problem, not a big problem. The second thing that people were talking about a lot is that that when you put the uh, switch in the dock, it scratches, and a lot of people were upset that the switch has a plastic screen instead of a glass screen. Uh, and I'm certainly not here to be an apologist for Nintendo. I have not had any scratches on mine. Um, I went probably three weeks without having a screen protector on, but I decided because of people were saying that, and I was really worried about my screen getting scratched because it's plastic, I decided to get a screen protector. Um, I'm happy with the screen protector I have. I have a tempered glass screen protector. It was, I think it was $10 and I got two of them with it. Uh, so that was that was awesome because I was able to put a screen protector on both my Switch and my son's Switch. And I'm very happy with it. It was very easy to put on. Um, just make sure that you follow the directions. Go in the bathroom. Turn on the shower. It sounds stupid, but it helps. Uh, and turn it on full hot. Let the steam build up in the room because that steam will capture the dust that's in the room. That way none gets underneath the glass. Um, so that's a that's a key hint or tip from me to you. Uh, the third problem that people are apparently having with the Switch is that it bends. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I've seen a picture of one that is uh, supposedly bent. Um, mine looks fine. I checked my son's. His looks fine. I looked at my buddy's uh, when he was over, uh, actually, yesterday, and his looks fine. Now, Granted, that's a very small sample size, but all of these problems have one thing in common. Millions of these devices were sold, and very few of them are having issues. And this is something that's going to happen with just about any device that you launch at scale. When you make millions of items, some of them will be defective. That's just the way manufacturing goes. Does that mean that Nintendo's uh, QA at the factory is not good enough? I don't know. Maybe. Um, does that mean that Nintendo needs to have a recall? Definitely not. And does that mean that people should avoid buying a Nintendo Switch? No. Buy a Switch if you want one. Um, if you think that it's worth the money, get one. And then if it's not a good one, then take it back and demand your money back from the retailer that you bought it at. If they say no, well, then report them to the Better Business Bureau. Um, as long as you're not waiting forever for this to, to, to make your return, it should be okay. Now that we're past the news, I want to just talk a little bit about my experience with the Switch. I am in love with this console. It is, by far, the best console that I've ever had. And previous to that, my answer would probably surprise you, was the 3DS. I know that it's not that the 3DS is not a quote-unquote console, but I loved that thing, and I played the hell out of it. And I never really, cons like, I didn't take it with me and go play places that often. I played it at home most of the time. And my biggest gripe with the 3DS was that you couldn't plug it into a TV, or in my case, plug it into a computer and stream it on Twitch. 
that's why I kind of stopped using it because I started streaming on Twitch and I could easily play my my PlayStation. I could easily play uh, my games on my computer and stream them to Twitch, but I couldn't on my 3DS without getting very, very expensive modifications done to my 3DS where I'd have to send it off and hope that it comes back. That's just not something that I was interested in. So when Nintendo said that we, they've got a hybrid and it has HDMI out, I was really, really excited. So I've been playing a lot of the Switch, and for, for me, it is one of the greatest consoles of all time. The, the one thing that's really surprising to me is that I did not expect to play it outside of my house as much as I do. Um, the games are just, I say the games, Zelda is just so compelling. It is really hard to tear myself away from that game. Every single time I try and play almost anything else, in the back of my mind, there's this little thing uh, niggling at me saying, hey, don't forget about Hyrule. The princess is waiting for you. You have shrines to find and dungeons to jump into and uh, Bokoblin camps to mess up. Get in there and uncover every inch of Hyrule because it is so good. And then I shut off whatever game I'm playing and I load up Zelda again. This is why I believe Nintendo did a great job clearing the path for Zelda. Because if they had launched big games alongside Zelda, those big games would have seemed to have failed. Because they just would not have been uh, successful against Zelda. Apparently, GameStop has said... Was it GameStop? I'm not sure who it is. I think it was GameStop. Has said that the that uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild has a 90% attach rate. Now, if you know anything about the Switch's launch, there's not a whole lot of games to choose from, so that's not a huge surprise. But I think, and this is pure speculation on my part, I believe that if there was plenty of games... I think that if there were plenty of games to play alongside the Switch, that Zelda would still have an insanely high attach rate. And this is because it is so damn good. It might be the greatest game of all time. And I say that knowing full well that people who listen will say, well, this is just hyperbole here, or you're just being a mouthpiece for Nintendo. But I am I really am not. I've, I'm loving every moment in that game. And this weekend I had a friend come over, and he also has a Switch, and we spent most of the day talking about our experiences with Zelda. Him, me, my son, um, just talking about all these different things that we've done. And the conversation reminds me of when I was a kid and I was in school and the original Zelda came out for the NES and my friends and I would talk about the things that we did in that game. It somehow Nintendo has absolutely captured what was happening in my mind when I was playing Zelda and put that, uh, when I say Zelda, I mean the original and put that, dis distilled that feeling that I got when I played that game back in the 80s. And they distilled it and concentrated it, and they put it in uh, into that cartridge, that Breath of the Wild cartridge, and it is bursting with that feeling. 
And that is something that you cannot say about just about any other game. And I know that there are people out there who did not enjoy Breath of the Wild, which, by the way, I have not beat. I have 85 hours into this game. I've done two dungeons, half the shrines. I've uncovered the entire map. And I understand that there's people out there who don't like the game, and that is perfectly fine for you to not like the game. Not every game is for everyone. But for me, this is the greatest game I have ever played, and it is really, really hard for me to imagine anything coming out this year that will be better than Zelda. It's really hard for me to imagine that. And we've got a brand new Mario game coming in the fall. That is an insane statement for me to make. I don't like to, like, there's a lot of people out there that they'll play a game in January and they'll say, this is probably my game of the year. And every time that somebody does that, I say to myself, well, there's so much out there that could be your game of the year that you just don't know. So how can you make that statement so soon? And then here I am doing the same thing. I feel like a hypocrite. But this game is so good that having anything else sold alongside it just makes that other thing seem less than. Now, I haven't been only playing Zelda. What other games have I played? I have Blaster Master. Fantastic. I had no idea it was a Metroid-style game, and I am absolutely loving that. I'm definitely going to do an episode where I talk about Blaster Master, but not today, because today's Zelda stuff. Um, I've been talking, or I'm talking about, I've also been playing um, Has Been Heroes. I've only played probably about eight hours of that game, and I've beaten the first level three times. The game is hard as hell, incredibly fun. And getting the short end of the stick because it's so difficult. Um, We'll talk about Has Been Heroes another day as well. Um, I've also been playing Blaster Master Zero. No, I already said Blaster Master Zero. What the hell is the other game that I've been playing? Oh, Shovel Knight. Sorry, I kind of went off there. Yeah, I've also been playing Shovel Knight and absolutely loving it. I already owned it once, and I decided to buy it again because I wanted to have it on my Switch. I wanted to be able to take it with me. And one thing about all these games is that I didn't expect to take my Switch with me and play it in places, but I do all the time. In fact, I think that I've said on the podcast before that I was fully expecting to leave my Switch in the dock all the time and never take it out. But that's not what happens. I play it in bed. I go places and set it up in tabletop mode. I take the Joy-Cons off and hold them in my hand. I don't even put the little uh, Joy-Con straps on to the Joy-Cons because, surprisingly, they feel really good in your hand as you hold one in each hand separated without the without the Joy- Joy-Con grip. Um it's a really good feeling, and this the controls are incredibly well-designed. So anyway, I've rambled on. I had told myself I was going to try and stick to under 10 minutes, and here we are already at the 15-minute mark. So I'm going to shut up now, and I will see you guys next time. That's it for Switchcraft. Thanks so much. So real quick, one last thing I almost forgot. 
Uh, go to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp if you want to see me playing Switch uh, games, although I play other stuff as well. Email us at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can even call and leave us a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at runjumpstomp, and you can always find everything at runjumpstomp.com. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.